Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Dr. Ron from Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, here on Blog Talk Radio. We are here each and every Tuesday at 4 p.m., bringing you the latest medical commentary. We will bring you very interesting guests. We can be reached at 347-989-8899 or, of course, on the Internet at blogtalkradio.com. I thank you for making this the number one listen-to medical program here in South Florida. And we will get on with the show very Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Ron here. Are you ready? Are you ready? Welcome to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored here on Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everyone, and thank you for listening uh, to this hottest health information show in Southwest Florida. Our program has been going on now for three years, and we're very thankful and appreciative of all the help we get uh, by you listening, tuning in either on the radio or calling in on the phone. So thank you so very much. Uh, I want to make sure I always have that attitude of gratitude because, as I t- have told you in the past, grateful people are happier and less depressed and less stressed and more satisfied with their lives and their social relationships. Well, ladies and gentlemen, today we're having a eclectic type of show. I'll open it shortly. But first, I don't want uh, us to forget uh, November 11th. On the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month of 1918, an armistice, armistice or temporary cessation of hostilities was declared between the Allied Nations and Germany in the First World War, and that was called the Great War. Commemorated as Armistice Day beginning the following year, November 11th became a legal federal holiday in the United States in 1938. In the aftermath of World War II and the Korean War, Armistice Day became Veterans Day a holiday dedicated to American veterans of all wars. So Britain, France, Australia, Canada also commemorate the veterans of World Wars I and II on or near November 11th. Canada has Remembrance Day, while Britain has Remembrance Sunday, the second Sunday of November. In Europe, Britain, and the Commonwealth countries, it is common to observe two minutes of silence at 11 a.m. every November 11th. 
In the United States, an official wreath-laying ceremony is held each Veterans Day at the Tomb of the Unknowns in Arlington National Cemetery, while parades and other celebrations are held in states around the country. Veterans Day is not to be confused with Memorial Day. A common misunderstanding, according to the U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs, Memorial Day, the fourth Monday in May, honors American servicemen who died in service to their country or as a result of injuries incurred during battle. While Veterans Day pays tribute to all American veterans, living or dead, but especially giving thanks to living veterans who serve their country honorably during war or peacetime. So, ladies and gentlemen, please uh, respect and honor our veterans. Uh, just a very important uh, to our freedoms that we wouldn't have if it wasn't for our, our veterans. Well, as we do each week, we have to keep the lawyers happy. And the following, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. With that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have uh, two people, two great physicians who call in every week. Jerry Smith, uh, uh, who contributes a lot, who's actually still in the field and uh, working and diagnosing and, and, and and putting to use all the knowledge he's gained on his in his 50 years of experience. Dr. Jerry, is that you? That's me, live and living. Well, I'm glad I like the live and I like the living. So you got the two L's. <laughs> and, you know, I'm going to make you the uh, an honorary member of the 4-H club of Dr. Ron. That's, ha- that's the 4-H's stand for happy, healthy, horny, and high. And with that... Speaking about hi, uh, I think we have Dr. Dan. Is that you, Dr. Dan? Today, happy uh, happy election day, Dr. Ron, Dr. Jerry. Thank right, you. Thank you. And I thank like that much. third one you mentioned of the three H's. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, I, I I thought you might. I I, I had reservations about uh, bringing that on. Well, I we have an eclectic. A show today, we're going to talk about migraines. Uh, we'll talk something about nutrition and regarding fatty acids and eggs. And because I am a steak and eggs kind of guy, uh, and we'll talk a little bit about something that, that uh, is dear to Dr. Jerry's heart and Hashimoto's and, and mercury uh, contamination contributing to that disease. Um, and maybe we'll talk a little bit about why seniors are dying. Uh, too long. And, and another topic uh, dear to Dr. Jerry, clean teeth are more effective than the flu or pneumonia shot. How about that? Well, ladies and gentlemen, the age biting secret the FDA is trying to cover up. 
Men, there's one treatment that can take the sting off aging. Aging, one proven natural therapy that can make sure you're good as gold for your senior years. So naturally, the FDA is fighting it tooth and nail to keep it away from you. The agency just fired off the equivalent of a Jim Comey letter over testosterone. And it makes this natural hormone look even guiltier than Hillary. In it, the feds blame testosterone for just about every possible thing that could go wrong with you. I'm not kidding you, ladies and gentlemen. It names close to 20 different conditions that can supposedly be caused by hormone supplements, including, get this, heart attack, heart failure, stroke, depression, hostility, aggression, liver toxicity, and male infertility. But ladies and gentlemen, please, I know there was something fishy about this warning the moment I read the breathless reports in the pharmaceutical-loving lamestream media. So I broke out the shovel, that you know what it's used for, to find out the real story that the newspapers tried to bury. I read the full warning tucked away on the FDA's website. Turns out the warning does not apply to any man who uses testosterone the way it's supposed to be used. All of those risks come from ODing, that's overdosing on the stuff, like teens desperately trying to make the football team, the necklace bodybuilders who haunt our local gyms, and the millionaire athletes hoping to get roided up so they can play better and score bigger paychecks. It applies only Two, I'm going to quote this, abuse and dependence, unquote. But the media ran with it with headlines that makes it sound as if they, uh, these warnings apply to everyone. In fact, WebMD's headline screamed, quote, FDA warns of dangers from testosterone supplements, unquote, while Newsmax went with, quote, FDA warns about testosterone and related steroids, unquote. NBC News even declared FDA steps up warnings for testosterone and other steroids. So don't let the alarmist headlines scare you away. That's why you have blog talk radio, Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored. As you get older, your T levels plunge, putting you into the danger zone for memory loss, low energy, obesity, sexual dysfunction, and believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, heart problems. A study earlier this year I told you about found older men with heart disease who don't get testosterone therapy have an 80% higher risk of serious heart problems. Another study this year found that testosterone therapy can cut your risk of the most aggressive forms of, well, you're not going to believe this, ladies and gentlemen, the most aggressive form of prostate cancer in half. So if you're a little older and haven't had your hormone levels checked, it's time to see how you measure up. A good naturopathic physician can see if your tank is running low and top it off for you. And as normal, we recommend you starting, if uh, unless you're in Dr. Jerry's area, you start out with the American College for the Advancement of Medicine, where these physicians are experienced in natural hormone testing and treatment. That's my opening remarks. Well, Dr. Jerry, I know uh, you have had some experience with uh, uh, testosterone, both in the cream form and in the uh, uh, energy form. Do you, do you care to say anything about it? Yeah. The, 
restores your life and your vigor and your excitement for living. Um, what's interesting, I have the electronic technology to literally clone any uh, hormone or medication or supplement, and I I was spending like over 200 hours a month for uh, bioidentical hormones, um, you know, growth hormone, testosterone, and a few other little items. But so what I did is I literally cloned them on my cyber scan and then then imprinted them into MSM cream. The reason why it's it's more effective than MSM cream because the methyl groups supplied in the MSM cream makes the testosterone work more efficiently. But the other big advantage is that doing it in a frequency-based format, you don't have to be concerned that the testosterone will sludge up your platelets um, or, you know, demand, you know, blood tests on a periodic basis. So it's a lot safer. And, um, you know, all I can tell you is that the the, the men that I, um, in my practice, that I, uh, you know, prescribe the, uh, the frequency uh, duplicate of it, they all tell me that their wives thank me. Well, that's, that's a great <laughs> tribute. That's a great <laughs> tribute. I mean, you know, <laughs> and I, I mean, and I, I, I hope you're not making house calls. <laughs> no, but, not uh, lately. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Dan, do you have experience with testosterone replacement? Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, what was that? I, I was wondering if Dr. Dan had any experience with yeah. testosterone replacement. The, the uh, phone cut, cut out again, Ron. That's why I didn't hear you. Um, well, uh, it, ladies and gentlemen, I have a problem with Dr. Dan's uh, phone here. Uh, my experience has been all positive with testosterone. Uh, it is expensive, but you, a compounding pharmacist can make it up for you. Uh, you do need a prescription because it's a controlled uh, uh, substance, but uh, I have not had feedback on testosterone. And it would be even less if you went the uh, CyberScan way, but uh, practitioners like Dr. Jerry are hard to find, so to say, because they are still practicing the old way of medicine that is, that is actually making our uh, country quite ill. We're, we are not the healthiest uh, country in the world, sorry to say. Well, we'll get back to Dr. Dan in a second, but you know, I can find this article. Uh, here it is. I want to just, just mention this a second. It sort of ties in with uh, us not being healthy. Um, American seniors are dying sooner. How's that for a headline? So the, the, the gist this article was, if you want to live longer, don't call your doctor. Call your realtor and your travel agent. Tell them what's wrong to sell your house. Can you believe that? The past few weeks, the reports of life expectancy jumped in every corner of the globe. Australia, the numbers were up. Iran, Israel, China, up. I hate to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, but even in Nigeria, they have seen an increased jump life expectancy, but not here in the good old U.S. As the new report finds the life expectancy of the average 65-year-old has dropped by six full months. There are a number of possible reasons for the link, including 
and increased suicides and alcohol poisonings. But you don't have to be a suicidal lust to face early death risk because there are other reasons too, like the jump in liver disease caused by a mix of crummy mainstream diet advice, organ damaging medication, leading deaths of Americans killed by legal prescription drugs. So you put it all together and you have the perfect statistical storm. This wasn't some dopey academic exercise done just for media attention either. These statistics are calculated by folks who are financially motivated to get it right because while researchers, doctors, and public health officials can all play funny with the numbers, we talked about that in the past, there's one set of brains who can't afford to mess up. You know who they are? The actuaries. They get it right because they work for who? the insurance companies. They work for the pension plans and the like. And these companies need to know how long you're likely to so they can budget for you. And right now, Americans are a dream come for them. They're done ahead of schedule, which means they're coming under budget. Well, I'm not going to go on with that, but you get the idea. Uh, so we're going to talk about diet and if I can help you in, in the future. Ladies and gentlemen, the uh, mainstream that you've been getting needs to change. We need a new paradigm. And uh, I am uh, trying to get this news out to you. Dr. Jerry is here to get it out to you, but he's actually still working. So, Jerry, what did you think about that? Four months at age 65, we've we lost in the United States. Hello. Um, yeah, did I lose you, you, Dr. Jerry? Yeah, uh, you kind of died out on me there. Um, can you repeat that again? I just said, you know, we're, <laughs> I, I, send me one of those parts, would you please? <laughs> yeah, we're, you're, uh, crack, you're breaking up. I don't know. Your connection's not really good. All right, well, let me, let me, let me switch connections here in a second. And while I'm doing that, I was just talking about how we lost six months, six months of life in, in seniors in this country. And this was numbers from actuaries, not insurance, not doctors or, or pharmaceutical companies, et cetera. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. I mean, I'm surprised it's just six months. <laughs> I'm going to switch uh, microphones here while you're. Okay. I think the uh, the epigenetics of what's going on uh, is pretty incredible, and I think it's not just one thing that's causing this drop in the uh, uh, longevity uh, cycle. Uh, you know, we got the chemtrails, we have the Franken foods from Monsanto, uh, the the chlorine in the water, the fluoride, the bromine, and all these factors combined, plus the stress of uh, economic downturn is, uh, you know, making all these factors um, more potent. Well, I hope I'm back, Dr. Jerry. Yes, you are. All right, thanks. That's good. Sometimes we get cut out here, especially in the afternoons in Florida. Well, it, it sort of surprised me, too, to, to, to see uh, that, you know, Australia, Iran, Israel, China, and Nigeria have upped their life expectancy, and here in the United States, we're down. It just... Uh, Pretty, pretty incredible. 
So, uh, you know, again, the, our, our paradigm is not working. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, with a, uh, a little glitch that we haven't had in a while. But uh, while we uh, f- continue to work on that, I want you, if you would, we're going to play a little commercial. This is Dr. Ron Repesey of Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa, your place to chill at 239-658-COOL. If you've not heard of whole body cryotherapy and suffer with back pain, joint pain, arthritis, fibromyalgia, or you're an athlete that wants quick recovery from sports injuries, then come chill with us at Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Sauna. Cryo Spa treatments take only three minutes and are supervised by physicians. Sessions are one-on-one in a private environment. Each treatment can also burn five to 800 calories. As seen on Dr. Oz, Cool Cryo Spa is truly amazing technology. Let's hear what Dr. Kurt Biggs, a well-respected orthopedic surgeon in Naples, has to say about Cool Cryotherapy. Hi, I'm Dr. Biggs of the Joint Replacement Institute. Since I started applying the Cool Cryosauna, my patients are healing much quicker and athletes are seeing quick recovery. I recommend this procedure for my surgical patients and athletes. Call Dr. Repesey now to schedule your Cool Cryo trial session, 239-658-COOL, 239-658-2665, located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road in the New Rules Italian Beast Row Plaza. Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa. Come chill with us. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I hope we have the uh, technical problems resolved. Uh, you have Dr. Ron unfiltered, uncensored, along with Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan. And uh, the two topics we covered are by the fact that seniors are dying a little younger and that there is a need to replace your testosterone. Please have it checked if you're low. Uh, a good a good physician can replace it uh, for you, uh, and you can have it monitored. And the replacement could be done naturally or uh, energetically, as Dr. Jerry has uh, told us. And if you you know, Dr. Ron, you could also use the precursors from the wild yam uh, for the testosterone. And uh, I know when I go out cycling, um, I, I take uh, formulas that are you know naturally based. And, um, you know, it takes about an hour and a half to get dissolved and into your bloodstream, but it really makes a difference in your muscle strength and sense of well-being. And I agree with that. And I would advise our patients, you know, there's DHEA, pregnenolone, et cetera, that they're the precursors, right, Dr. Jerry? But yes, absolutely. Let them be under the care of a physician that uh, that knows what he's doing to, to replace them. Uh, so uh, it's it's not it's not rocket science, but the person that you go to should have an idea of the chemistry. To you know that they actually know that there's precursors to testosterone and where they come from and how how they should be administered. You know, you know sublingually uh, versus uh, orally and so forth. So I, I just advise you to to get to a, a qualified physician. So we always we're worried about male for, uh, fertility and looking good and so forth and uh, I just want to just just to bring to your attention what two nutritional experts say they've they they found the answer to the question of why we can't seem to drop those stubborn pounds no problem for Dr. Jerry cuz he's a he's an exercise uh, fanatic and he, he takes good care of his body but Forget, ladies and gentlemen, these nutritionists say forget restricting calories on a crash diet or wasting hours running nowhere on a treadmill. There are, 
There are, however, some easy improvements that will make these findings even even better. So I'll go through the little bit about the study and then what, what we're going to recommend, and then we can have a discussion about it. So slowly but surely, our food has been stripped of some of its most important nutritional benefits, and we we talked about them before: omega-3 fatty acids. They're the good fats. They reduce inflammation. They keep your heart healthy. They keep your brain in top form. And then there's the old omega-6s. Well, you need omega-6 in your diet, but there's a catch. Too much of it fires up inflammation while boosting the type of fat that gets stored or burned. So a perfect recipe for obesity, these nutritionists found. The right balance, they say, is three and sixes should be equally matched. In other words, one-to-one, with a margin of error on the side of the omega-3s. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, the typical Western diet is lopsided 16 to 1 with the seesaw hitting the ground on the omega-6 side. In other words, we're getting too much omega-6s, too much of inflammatory oils. And that's where the new research come in. This was reported, ladies and gentlemen, in the British Medical Journal's Open Heart Journal, a a well-respected journal, British Medical Journal. A pair of nutritionists from the United States Health Institute say it's time to ditch our obsession with calories. In other words, do away with that old calories in, calories out, like our computers junk in, junk out mantra. That had us measuring portions and counting our steps. That, as the research say, has failed miserably. They make the convincing case that if you balance omega-3s with omega-6 fatty acids, you'll naturally end up with a proper weight. Their approach has three steps, ladies and gentlemen, and while the research seems to be top-notch, it went off the rails a little bit, in my opinion. But their step number one, meat. They're basically throwing in the towel on meat because most beef these days is drained of, drained dry of omega-3s. And it's true. Factory farm cows are fed mostly corn and a few other grains as well as a boatload of junk, right, to fatten them up fast. However, when livestock eats grass or hay, its meat is loaded with omega-3, so switch to organic grass-fed beef and dairy. How many times do we advise that, ladies and gentlemen? Step two, fish. Their approach recommends you eat more fish, but the truth is you've got to eat more of the right kind of fish. Farm varieties of fish just won't cut it. All right, farm-raised fish just won't cut it. But wild-caught varieties of fatty fish, like wild tuna, wild salmon, and mackerel are stars of the omega-3 fatty acids and cooking oil. The researchers start off warning against vegetable oils like corn, safflower, and soy oil because those oils are high in omega-6s. And that's great advice. But please, ladies and gentlemen, ditch the canola oil and use extra virgin olive oil and coconut oil in your cooking. And this third step threw me for a loop because they they also say you should use canola oil, flaxseed oil, walnut oil, or chia oil. And I think that misses the mark in my humble opinion. Uh, As I've warned you in the past, practically all canola oil produced in the United States comes from genetically modified crops. What does that mean? It means you have a good chance of getting a dose of glyphosate, that's the old Roundup weed killer, every time you cook with canola. 
Plus, canola oil goes through additional deodorizing process. They deodorize that oil that stinks so much. That turns some of the oil's omega-3s into toxic trans fatty acids. And yeah, please, Dr. Ron, please, yeah. you know, another interesting point about the canola oil, it's a, a long-chain fatty acid, and it breaks apart in your liver, and it turns rancid. Well, isn't that just great? There's another reason to use that canola oil from Canada. <laughs> uh, but it, it, but who? But you know what, Dr. Jerry? If you don't, don't mention it and I don't mention it, how, how are how are the uh, how's the average person going to know about canola oil? Because even the nutritionists, and we're going to have one on December 6th, a, a, a very very good nutritionist with a two or three part show on nutrition. But we'll talk, and we'll talk more in depth about this. But who's who's putting that word out? Except in a local uh, health food paper or something, right? Yeah, the key is um, all these little nuances. You know, once you get into a habit, and your shopping list, you know, becomes a lot easier. You know, than the searching through crocodile-infested waters to find these foods. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and and uh, just just a last note, and, and and remember, ladies and gentlemen, just just ditch canola oil, okay? Forget, you know, whether you remember that it's GMO and and toxic and whatever, and and flaxseed oil, walnut oil, and chia oils—they're fine for salads, okay? But why are they bad for cooking? They have low smoke points. So when mm-hmm. fat reaches a smoke point, it starts releasing unhealthy chemicals in the air and in your food, as well as adding a burnt taste to whatever you're cooking. So, you know, uh, these are oils that you should not be using, ladies and gentlemen. Dr. Jerry. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I used to use a lot of fish oils, and uh, you know, about a year ago we switched over because, number one, the fish oils, they'll turn rancid, uh, and also uh, they use acetone to cleanse the fish oil of toxic substances. So we switched over to a vegetable-based essential fatty acid product that has like barge oil, flax oil, pumpkin seed oil, coconut oil, and... Um, you know that works really well. It's it's safer. It has a longer shelf life, and um, you're getting your omega three sixes and nines in in a good ratio. Exactly, and, and remember, ladies and gentlemen, what you strive for, it's going to be hard to do, but you strive for a one to one ratio of omega threes, omega sixes, and if you're going to err, err on the side of the omega threes, please. No, yeah. and you know a lot of the arthritic and joint pains. It's when you have too many of the omega sixes, uh, you, you, like you said earlier, you get the inflammation and swelling. So there's your pain. Uh, when you take uh, your NSAID drugs, uh, Aleve and all these other uh, aspirin type things, if that alleviates the pain, then that's clinically diagnostic that you're deficient in essential fatty acids. So, Dr. Jerry, I'm going to read you a quote. Good. The fact is that arthritis, the quote this is now, the fact is that arthritis can be invariably caused in test animals by only one method, by feeding them cooked food or pasteurized food. Yeah, destroying the essential fatty acids. Dr. Royal Lee, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dr. Royal Lee, was he ahead of his time or what? No, he was on time. Yeah, <laughs> gosh. I mean, every time I read a, a, a current article, I go back into the researcher, into the archives, and his his notes about the arthritis and osteoarthritis, rheumatoid arthritis are just right on the money. And, he, and his nutrient-based uh, answers. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And they still can't crack his uh, codes of how he prepared his his foods under vacuum. Uh, you know, to to this day, the pharmaceutical industry can't replicate what this guy did back in the 30s. Yep. And here, you know, here's something from 1988. Good nutrition to assist in all forms of arthritis cannot accomplish very much if poisons are still being consumed. You know his first poison? Chlorine. Right. <laughs> you know, he goes on to the other ones. And I didn't know this, that chlorine denatures two amino acids, tryptophan and tyrosine. And, uh, you know, but he knew it. He knew it in the 30s and 40s. Yeah. Well, the tyrosine, you know, that has to do with the precursor for your norepinephrine so your heart can pump strongly to, to get the blood around to all the organs and tissues of the body. Yeah. One of the big issues with congestive heart failure is that the heart is not beating hard enough. So, you know, they want to put you on digoxin or Coreg and these other exotic drugs to, um, you know, take over what nature intended. Right. And, and of course, I, I, brought, I brought that specifically up because when, when my mother was sick, you had mentioned it, and you were right on with the tyrosine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, my dad in the 80s had acute congestive heart failure. And at the time, I called um, Robert Atkins up in Manhattan. He's He was basically a cardiologist. And on his recommendations of tyrosine, L-carnitine, taurine, uh, the orotates, the calcium, magnesium, potassium orotate, in one week, Dr. Ron, his acute congestive heart failure was reversed. One week. Mm. It's just amazing. And How many people know about that, Dr. Jerry? I mean, Very little. Uh, you know, yeah. it, that's the problem. This stuff is, is hidden from the medical students. You know, it's hidden from the 11 o'clock news medical advisors. Because they really don't want you to get well with uh, these inexpensive remedies. They want to get you hooked on drugs, uh, and then you have a cash cow. Right, they sure do. And it's it's just a shame that we're driven by the big pharmaceutical companies because, you know, we're not healthier. And the articles that I quoted today, we're we're losing ground to our lifespan. We're we're just then the one the people that are living longer are not at all healthy. No, you, you, you misconstrued that. You're saying lingering longer. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> they're, they're not, not living, living longer. They're lingering. <laughs> yeah, they're lingering. I often tell people, you know, we have not increased lifespan. And by what I, what I mean by that when I talk to my friends is that people always live to over 100 or 120, okay? But we're not getting – we're getting more people lingering to 100. We're not getting people living, and that, yeah. that, that, that's, that's a big difference. Yeah, my big deterrent, Dr. Ron, it's real simple. When I get a cravings for, you know, some toxic foods, I always envision some poor soul lying in a nursing home with a tube up every orifice, and that kind of flicks off my switch real quickly. <laughs> yeah, I'm drooling. I tell my kids, do not let me drool. <laughs> One last thing from Dr. Royal Lee, since I, brought, brought, I had this open today. I was going to talk a little bit about it next week, but... Uh, <clears throat> You could have uh, the the most perfect diet, okay? And uh, let me just see where the way. If fluoride is ingested, okay, with the most perfect nutrition, then good nutrition is rendered almost completely ineffective, and the development or advancement of arthritis will ensue. 
So it really is a holistic attitude to your to your life. I mean, it's it's the water you drink, the food you ingest, the the good thoughts that you have, and, and the positive attitude, all really important in your in your life. And and Dr. Royal Lee has, has all this documented, ladies and gentlemen. The the the, the uh, articles I'm I'm reading from and I refer to, and Dr. Jerry, I think he has a copy. We may have one of the few copies uh, left. Uh, I don't know whether uh, uh, what's the name of the company. Uh, Center Process. Yes, yeah, so whether they still have. They probably have them in their archives, but you know. Yeah, I, they I, don't let them out because of the FDA. But uh, yeah, I there was independent company uh, back I think in the 80s where I bought mine. It looks like the PDR, but it's of all the nutrients that Standard Process put out, and it went over the physiology and symptoms, and I mean I just found um, Royal Lee's book on the phonocardiograph. Oh, I have that. Yeah. So do I. I actually saw it. It's I amazing. Saw that, that instrument. In the, it's a, but it, it, was, it, uh, it was confiscated. Yeah, because it was too accurate. They, he would yeah. prove, he would bet any doctor back in the 30s, 100 hours, that he could prove that the white sugar it was causing the arrhythmias of the heart. And, um, you know, he takes a, take a baseline reading with his machine, and then eat some sugar, and within five minutes, the heart, you know, would go out of sync. And then by taking the natural B vitamins, um, it would take within 15 minutes, it would go back to normal again. So, you know, he, he documented all this stuff, and yeah. it, it's amazing. And, and you know, he, he also uh, did white blood cell counts with people eating healthy and then people eating processed food, and there was a big difference. A real oh, yeah. big difference. Sure, as you as you apply heat and destroy the food, you get a greater reaction because it's a foreign body now. When you you know denature the food with the heat, you're altering its you know chemical structure. Um, so, is there any re, any is there any wonder to you why there are so many chronic diseases that have their basis in inflammation? Well, you got that, and then how about the microwaves? Everybody's in a rush, so they, they're cooking the food from the inside out, creating more free radicals from the microwave, and that even, you know, the epigenetics, you're adding another major nail in your coffin by destroying the quality of the food. And, you, you know, but you know what drives me crazy is that this all can be taken care of with education and a little little time. I mean, you do have to take time to fish, and it is a little bit more expensive, but it's just less money you're going to leave your children. Uh, no, I look at it this way. It's cheaper because it when when you have a quality of life, you're more productive. You could produce more and enjoy life more. Yeah, That's the name of the game. I, I want to go out kicking and screaming. I don't know about you, but... Uh, I don't want to well, be I want to go out that. like like that old proverbial <laughs> candle. I don't want to flicker. I just want to say, boom, out. <laughs> and I tell you, that's why I'm a steak and eggs kind of guy, Jerry. Well, uh, you know what's interesting? You say steak and eggs. Um, some of the most unhealthy patients I've seen were st- strictly vegetarians, and I have nothing against it. But physiologically, we go back to the 30s with the, you know Weston Price and Francis Pottinger. They put over 160,000 miles, you know, examining primitive people, and in all their travels and all the tribes that they evaluated, they never once came across a tribe that was vegetarian. Right. I mean, you just have to look at the facts. But to be that as it may, you know, it becomes religion, and they start worshiping, you know, all the plants, which is 
great, you know. But if you don't get the animal fats in your body and and the proteins, uh, your body, your liver can't produce the essential uh, items that it needs for your immune system. You know, a perfect example is this um, GCMAF, this uh, glycoprotein macrophage activating factor. And you say, what the heck is that? Well, that's your main mechanism for overriding cancer cells. And I believe, and it's just my opinion, but I believe that you need the animal protein to supply the liver with the raw materials to produce the GCMAF, which every healthy liver produces. And so when your vitamin D levels are at optimal level, around 60 nanograms per liter, then the macrophages get activated because the liver filters your entire blood of your body every three minutes. And if there's cancer cells in that blood, the liver is going to pull them out and destroy them quickly. But lacking the proper nutrients, you can't get the GCMAF being produced. It's that simple. Wow. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to throw some numbers at you. Maybe you can use these when you talk to uh, your uh, uh, gloomier-than-usual vegetarian friends. Uh, they are they just are nutritionally depleted, and they don't they don't have enough uh, B12. They are low energy people. They lose their hair. Uh, they are not the they are not as healthy as they think. And I, I agree with you. They, it's more religion to them. It turns out vegetarians don't even have better heart health. I, I have a study here. I was going to talk about. And I'll do it now. So this study. Went big, Jerry. Examined data on 12,000 Americans tracked for 10 years, tracked for a decade. They wow. found an almost identical heart risk in veg. Well, they call them veg heads and meat eaters. <laughs> <laughs> was, there might have been a slight difference, but the researchers said it wasn't because of diet. It's because there were skewed numbers because the vegetarians tended to be young and female. And and they do have a lower heart risk to, to start with. But once you you accounted for that, the risk evens out, and you find no, absolutely no benefit going vegetarian. So it looked like it's a draw, right? But these these researchers said that's not even close to a draw because the study tracked only heart risk. And once you look at the bigger picture of over, overall health, the vegetarian diet loses on every measure. It's low in what you just talked about, essential nutrients needed for needed from you know brain and bone, which is why vegetarians in general and vegans especially have a higher risk of depression, memory loss, bone breaks, and more. So, you know, I just don't find any reason to have, to have a tortured lifestyle. Um, so no, you just got to hang around with other tortured people. <laughs> yeah, and that's what they do. <laughs> you know, gosh. You know, and bacon is so notorious for converting vegetarians and veg- vegans back into red-blooded carnivores. Uh, they, You know what they call bacon? The gateway meat. So that's what they use to get back to being normal again. Yeah, I always ask my vegetarian friends if they can, if a, veg- a vegan can eat animal crackers. <laughs> they probably they probably say this guy's crazy. He he needs to be twelve, not me. <laughs> oh, but yeah, you know it's it's really sad. A, a good friend of mine, unfortunately, he lost his brother, and his brother was like a strict vegan for years. And uh, you know he wasn't answering his phone. They went you know called the cops. They went over there and they found them dead, and his heart gave out. I mean, 
this stuff is real deal. It's you know, it's a death sentence if you don't know what's going on. Uh, another uh, good friend of mine for 27 years, he's a vegan, and about 10 years ago he called me up. He said, Jerry, I feel terrible. I have no energy. I have bilateral detached retinas. Uh, you know, just I'm falling apart. So I examined him, put him on animal protein. Three days later, he called me up. He said, Jerry, I feel so much better. He said, uh, yeah. <laughs> I used to took him 27 years for his body yeah. to fall apart. I used to give them B12 and B complex and give them my advice on diet. And then I said, I'll see you in a week. And they, they come back saying, wow, what, what was in that shot? <laughs> Jeez, made me a hero. But all I did was replace what they had not been getting. And you know, another thing these, these, that, that a lot of people avoid because of the crazy advice we, we got from Ansel Keys is eggs. You know, That's the most perfect food. You got that right. Yeah, especially these people that say, "Oh, give me a white omelet," and they got to pay extra to, to kill themselves. <laughs> yeah, well, you know there are articles, and we'll, 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 let's talk about three: one from September 26, one from uh, of this year, December 23rd last year, about how eating eggs eggs can help you with diabetes and your brain. Right. Uh, so, the more eggs you toss in, the more vitamin A your body will soak up. So. New research is showing how dropping eggs in your salad and yolk and all, ladies and gentlemen, yolk and all will give your body a boost when it comes to absorbing a vitamin we don't talk a lot about on this show, sorry to say, but vitamin E, really a critical vitamin to your, to your heart, especially your heart health. Uh, well, you know, there's two, there's two forms of vitamin E. You have the oil-based E, which is great for hormone production like wheat germ oil, and then your muscles need a different type of vitamin E that's produced in uh, vegetables like uh, peas. So standard process, they have a cataplex E that if you're an athlete and working out, you want to make sure you're getting the cataplex E from green peas for your muscles. But if you're trying to make hormones and for your heart and fertility and all that, wheat germ oil. So th- there is a difference, but the medical doctors, they don't understand that. Yeah, they they just say E, just like they just say D, and they they don't give you the right one. Yeah. But you know what's really important about E is, and you know that, and uh, is that it needs fat. And where do you get the fat when you have an egg? It's already in there, ladies and gentlemen. Nature provided for you, so uh, you already have the fat to absorb that E that's naturally present. Well, you know, there's also a fraction of the vitamin E. It's called delta tocotrienol that has been proven clinically in university studies to be very effective against cancer. Yeah. In fact, the, I think the military contributed like $2 million to the research on this uh, fraction of the vitamin E. And the one caveat is you cannot take a full complement of E in close proximity, like an hour, an hour and a half, when you take the delta tocotrienol, because it, it makes it ineffective. But the delta tocotrienol by itself All you have to do is take like three little pearls before you go to bedtime, and it's very effective against cancer. Right, and and this article that that I have in front of me says the the essential nutrients also in eggs called alpha carotene, Mm -hmm. beta carotene, which a lot of people have heard. They probably haven't heard of alpha carotene. Lutein, I mean, uh, that's in most eye products. Zeaxanthin, which is an antioxidant and lycopene. Uh, which protect your eyes, they protect your brain, they protect your muscles, and it's all in an egg. The whole well, egg, you know, not the, just yeah, the, the white. Inter- 
the interesting thing is if you have a low thyroid, because that was one of the topics that you were mentioning, yeah. the thyroxine enables the conversion of the beta carotene to vitamin A. So if you have a low thyroid, you could eat all the eggs you want. You're not going to get the conversion. In fact, we see these people, they look orange. And that's the reason. <laughs> got a new breed of ETs. <laughs> My gosh, we got the orange people. We got, well, we know we're not going to get great people. We know from Phil Safer that you, you know, if you have good colloidal silver, you're not going to get argyria and you're not going to get gray. But now, but now we got to worry about the orange people. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, you're also going to get good choline. Uh, in eggs, and uh, that lowers your dementia risk. And uh, of course, you know we always talk about dementia. And uh, so, breakfast of egg. They, they, the one one researcher says from now on he's going to have a breakfast consisting of eggs, eggs, and more eggs. <laughs> well, that whole Framingham study was a big farce up in uh, Massachusetts yep. with the eggs. Yeah, and we, you know, we we talked about it before you became a regular on the program about Dr. Ansel Keys and how all of his studies were were falsified, you know, to wow. to, to get to to get to his conclusion. He had the conclusion, then he made the study around the conclusion. <laughs> but if he didn't have uh, Paul Dudley White on his side, he probably wouldn't have succeeded. But Paul Dudley White. Uh, Bought into that. Uh, he was Eisenhower's cardiologist, and uh, that's when it took off. And we have had over 50 years of bad diet advice because of that. Uh, crazy. It is crazy. Dr. Dan, uh, did we get your, your phone squared away? Yeah. Um, yeah, that sounds like another good government study, huh? The Framingham yeah. and all these other things. Yeah, a, a couple of things. Every doctor that I've spoken to, except I'm not talking about the three of us here, all, including the endocrinologist, don't go near testosterone, you know, when I when I bring it up. They always give you the negative, which you talked about before. They always give yeah. you the negative side of it. Well, and of course, now, then, they, then, they, then they won't be able to get it up. I break, bring it up. <laughs> 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 what are you, back to the 4-H club again? <laughs> yes. So, uh, um... I have personally been talked out of it more than once when I brought it up. You know, <laughs> there we go again. <laughs> I know it's on your mind, Dr. Dan. Always. And I can't help it. I'm Italian. <laughs> so uh, um, a couple of things that someone mentioned to me, if you really want to use canola oil, oil use it for your crankcase. It's so yeah. bad. It is that bad. You're you're right. It it, 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 uh, used to be called Canada oil. Yep. Yeah. Right. Canada. Right. Didn't it come from Canada originally? Exactly. And then once they start genetically modifying the crop, they 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 are grazing uh, uh, some here in the United States. But it's all, you know, it's 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 poison. Well, you know, it's interesting with the canola. There was a farmer by the name of Percy Schmeiser up there in Canada, and uh, Monsanto went after him for. Uh, planting um, genetically modified canola on his property when he didn't purchase a license to do it. Mm. And he went and he, and he took him to court and he sued him, and he basically won. And uh, the way they, his lawyer was very sharp, he, he they went after him for uh, transporting their product onto his property. In other words, huh. the case was your property is now on my property, which is illegal. And therefore, you got to get it off my property. 
it was just blowing wow. over from you know the surrounding fields. He didn't plant the darn stuff, but they they wanted to make an example out of him to intimidate the other farmers. Yeah, I've seen that on on some on some shows where some people have gone out of business. Yeah, what's happened with the uh, with them going after them, and and they had nothing to do with it. Right. Awful. It's something uh, you mentioned, Doctor Ron, about you said wild tuna. Now, is wild tuna mercury free? Uh, no. No. Oh, okay. So then I no. still won't eat it. Yeah, right. Not mercury free. Okay. Sorry to say, and uh, you know, and of course, mercury is one of those uh, one of those uh, endocrine disruptors, uh, and right. it's a toxin. And it's a toxin. And mercury mimics every known disease on the planet. Yeah. Can mimic it. One other one other topic I'd like to bring up, which uh, uh, goes along with our eclectic show here, is. Uh, the, the latest on 81 milligrams of aspirin every day. Are we oh, not supposed to take that now like we were told previously at night? Well, it, it never never was scientifically based. My, mm-hmm. my, my humble opinion was when this originally came out, when we were in medical school, actually they were using a, 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 a aspirin product called a scriptin. Right. A buffered aspirin. But... You know, they never they they didn't realize it probably was the magnesium doing the good part of the the study, and it wasn't the acetylsalicylic acid. Okay. Well, the other interesting thing, Dr. Ron, the same study that quote allegedly showed beneficial prevention of heart problems, there was an increase in stroke from the aspirin. Right. Because the aspirin actually depletes vitamin C and B12 and folic acid, and so over a period of time, your blood vessels are going to break open, you're going to bleed in the brain, and you're done. And, and, and I don't think the, the the physicians who are advising aspirin warn people enough about not hitting their head, not getting into an accident, uh, and, and the trouble you can have from, you know, your platelets being decreased. Uh, you don't You don't hear about it. I am. I'm almost sure a dear friend of mine who fell off a ladder may still be here if uh, he hadn't been taking aspirin on his own uh, because he died of a, a cerebral bleed. Uh, but he was, ta- you know, he, he said, "Well, every, aspirin's good for you. Everybody's taking it." So he took it. And he didn't have any heart problem. Yeah, it's crazy. One time, my father-in-law, when he was living, came up from Florida to visit us, and I said, "Dad, what the heck's going on? You got these hematomas all over your arm." Oh, my, my. Family doctor told me to take eight baby aspirin. I said, eight. "What do you eight? Yeah, at the time, I said, "What are you nuts? He's going to kill you." Wow! If the, if the blood vessels are breaking in your arm, I said, <laughs> "The next time it'll break in your brain and you'll be out in the light." A blink of the light. So what's the what's the bottom line here, Doctor Ron and Doctor Jerry? Do we not take it anymore? You absolutely don't need it. If you take CoQ10, if you take, yeah, I take that essential, every day, 200 yeah, essential fatty acids, you take organic minerals, uh, the, the amino acid proline, it's, it prevents the stickiness of your blood. It's too simple. Right. It right. is. I mean, if you take a good quality fish oil, just just for general purposes. Right. You know, I mean, you're, you're going to get you're going to get the effect. Yeah, you, the alpha linoleic acid, the cosmopetanoic acid, the the docosahexanoic acid, the ALA, EPA, and DHA. You, you're gonna you're gonna be fine. Absolutely. You know, let, oh, let just me just one eighty one milligram aspirin can be dangerous now. 
Dr. Sure. Dan, just, just for our science, we have some uh, uh, listeners who always like the science, and I just want to mention the authors of this uh, that article on the one-to-one ratio of omega-3 to omega-6, as I forgot to. It's Somopolis and D. Nicolantonio. And, uh, and those of you that listen to this program for a while knows that, know that Dr. Nicola, D. Nicolantonio is out of uh, Great Britain. He's the one that broke the story about how Ansel Keys fudged all the numbers for this low-fat diet that made us uh, increase our consumption of carbo- simple carbohydrates and sugars and started killing us. So just for our science-minded science, science pe- uh, people, they, they were the two authors of this study in the British Medical Journal. I'm sorry, we can go on, but I just, uh, you know, this, this is stuff that we're not, I'm not making it up. I mean, I, it, this, is, this is out there, and it, it's uh, by well-known scientists and well-known journals. But, we, you know, I knew this, and Dr. Jerry knew it, uh, but... You know, now somebody says, well, where is it? There it is. When you go back to, you know, Royal Lee's old notes uh, that uh, Dr. Murray, uh, was it Michael Murray? Richard, Richard Murray. Richard Richard Murray, rather. He had that uh, nitty-gritty little newsletter that he put out, (laughs) and he basically took, you know, Royal Lee's research and information and put it into a very humorous Newsletter, which which is extremely uh, informative on all topics. National Academy of Research Biochemists have one in front of me. Yeah, that was him. Uh, And I always, I think I mentioned about a month ago about his. He had an article uh, uh, titled "Ipota I P P O T A Inverted Pyramidal Proliferation of Theoretical Assumptions." (laughs) Where you, you start out with something bad and the pyramid just crumbles. Right. Well, but the, anyway, that's where I learned most of my nutrition was from uh, Dr. Murray and uh, Royal Lee's information from back in the 80s or 30s, but I, I studied it in the 80s. And, um, you know, it's invaluable, the stuff that you is, can uh, resolve. And you know what? It, it's been known. It's common sense. Uh, but uh, they're not, we're not getting the information. Not yeah, I mean, like Royal Lee, they're talking about a simple thing like kidney stones. You know, it's so darn painful. But yet if you take f- uh, food from standard process, it's phosphoric acid, and you take 15 drops in uh, like six ounces of water every uh, 10 minutes for two hours, uh, you know, it, it acidifies your urine, dissolves the calcium oxalate stones, and at the end of your problem, it may take two or three days to do it, but you'll be safer than going through ultrasound and trying to blow up these little stones and, and their surgical procedures. Yeah, absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, here with Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan. Uh, we're getting close to an hour, so let me uh, just just wrap up by saying, you know, it's important to balance your omega-3s and omega-6s uh, if you want to decrease your inflammation. If you decrease your inflammation, you're going to decrease a lot of the uh, symptoms you're getting from these diseases that are caused by this problem of inflammation like arthritis. And fibromyalgia, another big one. Uh, but please, it's imperative you also restrict your sugar and fructose consumption. Right, I mean, we have we talk about fructose occasionally, but we probably should talk talk more about it. Check your labels on the food you buy. Avoid purchasing items that have HFCs, high fructose corn syrup. Okay, they're they're uh, as a general rule, uh, you really shouldn't eat more than 25 grams of fructose a day. 
But that, you know, you're going to get that in your fruits anyway. Do not use high fructose corn syrup. Uh, you want to avoid artificial sweeteners like aspartame, sucralose, saccharin, okay? Uh, be a great uh, upgrade for your glucose index. We need to keep our sugars low and so we don't get dementia, okay? So we need a higher omega-3 content in our food supply, and we need to avoid uh, high fructose corn syrup. Our weight will uh, really balance out. We'll be a healthier. Our endocrine system will not get as beat up. We won't have as many endocrine disruptors, and uh, we'll be a, a lot uh, healthier. I'm going to start with you, Dr. Dan. Any any final words? Yeah, you know, I I always uh, like to preach this. I've been doing this for for a while. When I talk to people and they, you know, talking about how you feel and so forth, I said, look, and you 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 did bring this up today. Whether you're whether you live to be 25 or 125, you want to live a healthy life up till that time, and then go and go to heaven. You know what I'm saying? Rather than like you said, linger. So that would be my advice. Follow. The right foods, the right supplements, and hopefully we can all do that. Very good. Uh, we want to lead a full, happy, productive life. Uh, Dr. Jerry, as usual, a pleasure. Your, your wealth of knowledge, uh, uh, no matter what subject I throw out to you, and, and only uh, maybe a half hour or so before showtime, you come up with some really great pearls for our listeners. I really appreciate that. Uh, I appreciate your friendship, and uh, when I talk about friendship, you know, I just had a loss of my family, and, and I always appreciated my friends, but I had a, something from um, a De, uh, Francis D. Sales, and he said, too often we take friendships for granted, yet true friends give us more than feel-good moments. They enlighten us to see some real insights which help us smooth over the rough spots of our journey in this present moment and every time we meet a bump in the road. Friends are our real treasure in life. Enjoy them and live every day well. And I want to thank you for your help uh, during this time period. As Dr. Dan. Yep. And you're welcome. Thank you. And, and my parting words is anything that comes in a cardboard box, don't eat it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and true, ladies and gentlemen, we told you about shopping up and down the aisle, shop around the perimeter where everything, something is boxed. And if you can't pronounce the ingredient, don't buy it. Not good for you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Uh, we're go, you know, we try and bring you the Paul Harvey type of show, give you the rest of the story that you're not going to hear on the mainstream media or lamestream media, as I'm, I've been known to call them. Uh, we're here every Tuesday at 4 o'clock. I have a, uh email address, and Dr. Jerry recommended this, and I forgot to mention it at the beginning of the show, but the email address is docronradio, D-O-C-R-O-N radio, docronradio at gmail.com. Be glad to have uh, and take uh, into serious consideration your comments or any ideas for future program uh, titles and topics. We're going to continue to talk about thyroid disease and endocrine disruptors, and we're going to we have to really revisit BPA and the toxic hormones that are just killing us, and you know, in our body and and how we can do what we can do about it. We're going to always try and give you some some therapy, you know, because these 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 chemicals are killing all our endocrine glands and. 
And these, I know, anyway, I don't want to go off on that now, but we're going to be talking about these type of subjects in the coming weeks. In December, we'll have uh, the December 6th, we'll have the first part of a series with a well-known nutritionist, and I'll put her uh, credentials up on the on the uh, Block Talk Radio site, uh, and we'll start talking about the leaky gut syndrome and what happens uh, with that problem and how you. Uh, uh, how to get probiotics into your system because the biotics in your gut, you know, your gut is your main uh, immune uh, organ of the body. And so we take care of the gut, and then we have to take care of the mouth. Uh, Dr. Dr. Jerry is well-versed in that. Of course, the microbiome in the mouth and the gut and the brain are critical to our health. And even some recent uh, research showing that uh, Parkinson's disease can be caused by uh, a altered micro, uh, microbi- micro, ri- microbiome in the gut. So really important we do all this. We'll bring the, these topics in the, in the coming weeks. I want to thank everybody for listening. We'll be here again next week at 4 o'clock. Have a great rest of the week, and thank you, everyone, for listening, and we will see you. Thank you. Thank you. Dr. Ron said, Dr. Ron, I've left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on LockedTalkRadio.com. See you next week. Ciao.